Welcome into the Sipsionary. Hey. Yeah, so I like, do we get any feedback? On, do, do the people like our new, I've our new actually music? heard from somebody that they don't like the new music, which uh-huh. I'm like, I just, hey, let's try not to have so many opinions, people. <laughs> Can we just stop no. having opinions? No, I want to hear their opinion. I think I just people think it's cool. with strong opinions are dumb. It's a, very, it's a nice opinion you have there. It's a nice opinion, right? I just do. I'm tired of everyone having strong opinions about things that don't matter. Well, I, I mean, you're you, not wrong, but, though, but, I guess. But this really matters. Like, people, it really matters. Because, like, sure someone, someone who's, who's very tense and has lots of anxiety, that, that could be very obnoxious to them. Just filled with all kinds yeah, of you, tension. You've clicked <laughs> Sipsionary. If we're not obnoxious, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You don't understand. You're who not we in are. the right spot if you're suffering. I from thought we we chose it because anxiety. because it kind of fit. I think the obnoxiousness. Sort of. yeah. yeah. Well, just the the forward motion of it. I mean, like I oh, whenever I hear that music, motion. whenever I think of that, I'm thinking of we're sitting in our living room and the kids are running everywhere and. Things are going on in the kitchen. See, and I don't have that strong of an opinion on what it sounds like. <laughs> oh, well, I just go with the flow. Right. I don't care. I believe that. I, I believe that. We have uh, visual <laughs> evidence that that is not That's the case. That's not the case. <laughs> right. I can show you pictures. We have. History. A history. No, I'm talking about the music. Oh, okay. okay. I'm talking uh, about the music. I okay. don't, I like, I hear the music and I just, meh, I, I doesn't, whatever. It's fine. No, I do it. It doesn't and I think, stir up any opinion in me. No, but it does. Go ahead. I, it does. It does stir up the desire to get a, van- to have an a vanilla cone dipped in chocolate. What? D- what? How does that? <laughs> what? I'm just telling you that it, oh. it does. What? <laughs> it takes. <laughs> you there. I have no idea it how does. we got there. I'm just saying it takes you there. That's it. I have no idea. So there's people out there right now who are coveting in their souls a vanilla cone dipped in chocolate. DQ. What That's are you it. talking about? I, anyway, on to <laughs> what we were talking about. Um, did you guys uh, see? You guys want to know why the the man fell into the well? Which well? He fell into a well. Why? Because he couldn't see that well. He couldn't see it, so he fell into yeah, it. Yeah, I understand. I'm very sympathetic. <laughs> he didn't use <laughs> was his good eye. So wasn't sumpa. using his good eye, so he fell into yeah. that well. Well, 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 well. That was a there deep thought. That was a deep. That was deep, a deep thought. Yeah. Well, welcome into this hypeshenary. We've yeah. already wasted your time, um, which is really, really good. We've formed strong opinions about other people's strong opinions. This is good. Um, who's got life update? Quentin? Quentin? Nope. No, you? No, I do. No, no Dad. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Dad, Dad has life update. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So you gave life update last time about your bathroom in the concrete marble that's right. slab. Yeah. That in that marble slab I pull up today, still and it's there, still there. Yeah, like, they don't want that. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I got to figure out. Um, I might try to just hey, like, hey, 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 hey. This is not your life update. We don't care about that marble slab. No, Touché. we do. I care Touché. about that because like people are wondering like what happened. It's, it's still, still there. there. No one, no one's wondering about chocolate dip cones and marble yes, slabs. Yes, there is. I'm telling you, somebody uh, out marble there. Marble slab though, that's a pretty good ice cream. The mar- oh no, it's we not. just connected those two <laughs> together. Thoughts. We're amazing. You're welcome. Quentin's bathroom marble slab, um, and let's ice make cream. ice cream Life on it. Update. Gotta freeze it first. There's a is there mm-hmm. marble slab? Up? No, it's cold stone. It's creamy. Cold stone. It's what it's called up here. Marble slab. Marble I think slab, marble slab, slab died. 
I think they all sink of, because greater is the best. All right, absolutely. Dad, go, go launch into your life. Update. Yeah. So, I've, well, there's a couple of things that are going on right now um, in 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 my life, and one is the fact that, um, of course, Todd and Chris are back, and we're looking forward to a couple of things. One, did you know that right around the corner is the Ohio State, State Fair? Fair. Yes, I keep tabs. I know. I Butter. Know. I know. I know. Deep fried Oreos. So they were talking about on the news last night deep fried butter i'm like no you that that's, no, that's, that's you, not a thing I no, have it. you not seen it i put it in my mouth deep fried butter i'd eat it yeah it's there i'd straight the, up yeah, eat it yeah they have a ton of it there like how do you do that you, you take, take butter, a of butter roll it in like the doughy stuff oh, okay. launch it into grease and boom oh, okay all right that, i can't that, imagine that's not really that it actually butter, tastes very well yeah. very good <clears throat> i bet it tastes delicious i bet it tastes delicious. i don't know they were talking like there's 120 123 things deep fried at the Ohio State Fair. That's not surprising to me. I plan to eat at least half of them. I know, I know. I will be eating a lot of them as well. <laughs> so. And I will always burn my mouth on deep fried pickles. Yep. And I won't care. I mean, I'll care a I little bit. I will also but... get stung by 12 bees trying to get a refill root on root beer. <laughs> yeah. But it'll be okay. I know. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. I, I, think, um, I, think, I think Todd and Chris are going to be here in time to, to, to go We basically have one day before right. we leave on vacation to get right. that done. So we better like bookmark that day. We probably and should. Sure that and that's make sure. open. Well, whether they're here or not, we're going on that day. Well, no, that's that's for sure. Like we're gonna go. So but I I you know it's funny because that just wasn't a part of my life growing up. I don't know did South Carolina ever have state fairs? It is. It's in it's in Columbia. Why are you asking us? Did I don't live know. there too. I don't but I just I'm like I never heard of it. It's in Columbia. Is it really? Yep. Well that's probably why I never heard of it. Yeah. Which I'm not going there because other than Atlanta and Charleston, that's the hottest place on the planet. No, it's the armpit, buddy. It's, it's, woo, horrible. it's hot. It's hot. Yeah, Columbia is, but it's not the gem of the ocean. It just isn't. No. Gem of the ocean? Yeah, didn't you know the song Columbia is the gem of the ocean? Columbia is the gem of the ocean. Is this a Christian song? Do you mean Columbus? Columbia. Columbia is Col- not even near the ocean. Right. Why? That doesn't I, make any sense. I'm just telling you that's, that, look, Google it. Okay. Uh, Columbia's okay. the gem of the ocean, but what it's it's the lyrics talk- of a song. No, Which song? Who sang it? Columbia's the gem of the ocean. I think that's what it's called. I think that's the song. All right, somebody set us straight. Somebody, somebody, somebody as you're driving, <laughs> Google that right Google, now. Yeah, <laughs> pull over. Don't do that. Pull over and Google. <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious. That is that. Uh, uh, I believe it. Anyway, anyway, it's not the anyway. gem of the ocean. We've confirmed that it is yeah. the armpit. It's horrible. And but that's why we didn't go to state fair. That's the probably why. That's probably why. But I, I but think the Ohio we, State we've Fair lost, is we've lost something by not going. I, I, I talked to someone the other day about like, did you not go to the state fair? And they go like, oh, I hate the state fair. Why? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. Give me one reason why you would hate the state that's fair. That's a very well, strong word give you for a good reason. So awesome. Why people? I mean, if you don't like people, then don't go to the state. Oh, well, I, I, I pay admission to see what I see with people. Listen, especially <laughs> I, Ohio people. I mean, I'm not I, kidding. I would. It Ohio, is fantastic. Ohio people in the Pe- summer. People that, watching. They, just, they don't know how to dress. They no, don't. No, well, they know how. They just don't care. No, they just I, like, I, they refuse rules. <laughs> that's true. It is really true. It is fantastic. So they don't but wear, that's not the only reason. They don't dress, actually. It reminds that's me a, that we're closer to Wally's reality than we think. It's probably, you're not wrong. No, I love it, though. <laughs> actually, actually, there's something human about it. There's just something very, very human. Very human. Raw. Because, a lot because, of human. All right, so do you, do you guys ever go visit like the, the, the place where the goats are? 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. We go it's, visit all of those. It's things. hilarious. Like those those goats are hilarious. They they just sit there and you pet yell. the horses and the bah! right. They and just the llamas. Yell. Yeah. It's yeah. a cool place. It's we watch the pig races. The pig race. Yeah. So I mean, it's we go watch cows having birth. Well, that's right. We did watch that. that yeah, that's we did right. See that. And that then, was gross. And then a butter cow. Yep. Literally and then, a cow. And then we go eat hamburgers. It's great. It's so good. No, With it deep is. fried the Oreos. Food, the food is the best. And, it is. It know, is the best. We get like four different kinds of desserts. We risk our lives on those rides. <laughs> Actually, I don't. We don't really do the rides. To be no, very our kids do. The Not aerial really. ride. Yeah, back. we do that. Love we do that. that. But Love we don't that. really that's do that. It's a cool time. Just don't look at how it's created. going down the air. The sun going down, the little helicopter that flies around that I think every time is going to crash because, like, I'm that, I'm telling you that helicopter. There's doesn't. nothing in that helicopter. Right. I helicopter. would ride the helicopter more than I would ride the ride. Have you seen that helicopter on the ground? It's, it's like it looks. It looks like a toy helicopter. I'm telling you, I trust that more than I trust. The, I I don't know if I do, but every year I just remember riding the aerial, and it's just like this cool breeze comes over because the sun is setting. It's nice, and and the helicopter just flies. So I'm just like. That's that's Ohio in the summer for us. I it mean, is. It's it just, pretty great. It's been, it's been cool. So if you've never been, you need to go. You yeah. Go with us. And if you live you. in Ohio and you've not been, I, it's worth. And you may just go like, oh, I'm I'm so sorry I went. Well, then I, I you're not going with the right. Yeah, people. I think you're not going with the right people, and I think you're doing it wrong somehow. I don't know how you're doing it wrong, but I don't know. You're doing it wrong. There's a lot of cool things to to just enjoy. It is wonderful. Yeah, it's a good time. So, yeah, anyway. Kids love it. That's my life um, My kids up. still remember like their very first state fair, each of them. They still remember it. Anyway. Um, so yeah. All right, good life update, Dad. Where'd you go? Yeah. Where'd you yep, go? Yep, yep. I love yeah. it. Look forward to it. Yeah, me too. It's a family thing now. And that, like when COVID thing. shut it down, it was awful. Very it was, sad. It was, it was very sad. It was like a hole. They took our freedom. Our, yeah, took our freedom. They did. It was like a hole in our holiness. Wait. Wait. That no, like that's that. not right. Probably gave us our holiness back. Yeah, that's probably true. Though. Because we had some. Um, <laughs> good. Well, uh, we are continuing on in our worship conversation. We mentioned last week that we were interested in talking about this distinction between the imminence of God, which is a big word, I'll explain it, and the transcendence of God. It's another big word, and uh, I'll explain that too. So when we approach God in worship, uh, there are kind of two simultaneous realities that are going on. Um, and as Dad will probably explain a little bit, uh, a little bit that they are both really simple ideas, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of complexity to it as well. Um, the simple understanding of these two ideas is, is this, that because of the incarnation of Christ and the filling with the Holy Spirit, there is a real sense to which in our worship, God is close. He's close by or yep. he's at hand. Yep. We would say that God is imminent. He's here. He's yep. close by. Um, and there's also an idea that he's coming back imminently. Oh, for uh, sure. A quick return. Right. A, uh, at any time any, return. Any time return. Yeah. Uh, and so there is this simple idea that God is really close. And we, I say this as a matter of, of emphasis, that there are worship styles or um, times of worship or um, what are you like themes of worship or even moments of even worship. the mechanics of worship mechanics yeah, of worship yeah, that just... reflect his eminence mm-hmm. and it is a good thing we want to say like it's a true thing it's a good thing and it's, it's we something need it. you can connect with it's a it's i live in this world i live in this community i live in this 
yep. in this environment. And he's with us. And he's, he's with, with us. me. He's right. here. He, he knows me. He feels me. You know, all these things. Um, and all of that's true. And that's one aspect of how we worship God right. or right. Uh, in the state of, w- of which we worship God or the truth in which we worship God in. But also, there's a sense to which God is also transcendent. Um, and this shows up in the Psalms. Actually, both ideas show up in the Psalms pretty pretty well. Um, but this would be the idea that he is high, uh-huh. he's holy, he is above, he's otherworldly, he is ho- he's unique, he's holy, yeah. he's unlike us. Um, R.C. Sproul says he's holy other. Yeah, that's good. That's uh, really I good. I love that. It's just like it's, it, it's, it's held in, in an esteemed way that we cannot reach. That's right. That's right. It, it's way above us. That's right. Um, and yeah, the Psalms reflect that, that, you know, that the heavens declare that kind of glory of God right. in that, in that way. Um, who shall ascend the holy hill of God? You know, that's kind of who, who shall climb up to the transcendent one. Yeah. And that kind of d- helps us understand this reality that like there is in God's holiness, a distinction apart from us as sinful humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, all of that's true, right, and good, and a way in which we worship, or a theme under which we worship, or a truth by which we worship. Um, and these things are held together, Right. and there obviously is a problem when one is over-emphasized over the other, and, and, and probably we could even say um, this might be one of the hallmark distinctions between the idea of like the contemporary church versus like the high traditional church. Right is that one kind of seems to evaluate one over the other, right. either the transcendence of God, he's high, he's unreachable, you know, he's holy. That would be the traditional mm-hmm. or high church mm-hmm. scenario where there's robes and mm-hmm. maybe hymns and formalness and that kind of thing versus the contemporary church where there's smoke and fog machines and low lights and casualness right. low lives too low lives <laughs> um and you know a little bit more um i don't know touchy-feely we could even yeah. say that yeah 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 and again we're not saying one is bad and one is good what we're trying to say is that i think those two extremes maybe um present to us the whole truth that god is both imminent he's close at hand he is here but also he is transcendent yeah. and what we're trying to do is say the worship of God does a good job of actually holding both of those together in a way. Yeah, and I think I think it's important that we understand that um, we are human beings are we live in the tension of our simplicity. In that big picture, we're created in the image of God, and we have flesh and we have spirit. Um, bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes we we have a tendency to think of ourselves as, hey, this is Joe so and so, and you just you just look at him and you go like, oh, that's great. But we also, at the same time, in that tension, realize that we have we're complex. There's a, there's a complexity to us. For instance, we are emotional people. We we have a, a myriad emotions. We have lots of feelings, but we're not just emotional people. And that emotion just doesn't just sit there. Connected with that, there is the the um, the cognitive. We we are thinking people. We we think. Um, we 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 listen to truth and we we put our arms around truth or we create our truth in our world today. Rather and in and rather than submitting to the truth of God, but we 
We are thinking people. Yeah. And <clears throat> then at the same time, we're not just emotional and cognitive. We are, we are people who have a volition. We have a will. And so we will exercise that will based on how we feel and how we think. And so the Word of God addresses all of that. And in each of those dynamics, there is a web of sinfulness that, that is, it permeates each of those areas. In other words, our, our hearts are deceitful and desperately wicked. Scripture calls, he kind of, they kind of wad all of that into one area. It's called our hearts, um, <clears throat> our mind, our will, and our emotions. Um, but we don't realize how many times during the day that we're exercising those wills. Um, or we're exercising our, our thoughts, or we're, we're living out of our emotions. And that plays right into the eminence and the transcendence of God, that in each of those areas, we are alerted to certain emotions. We're alerted to certain thoughts, and we're alluded to our, our own will then. What do we do when we understand God's transcendence? Well, Scripture teaches over and over and over that when man sees the glory of God, they, they bow, they yeah. bow their will and, and, and they surrender. So, <clears throat> so it's very important then how we handle that. And it's very, very important to like the, the, the authority in the church, do, do the elders handle those two areas with, with care? In other words, it's not simple, but it is simple. Yeah. yeah. It's not complex, but it is complex. Yeah. It's not merely complex that there are some simple things. And so what happens is, is when, we, when we value one or over the other, when we value the transcendence of God over the other, what we're saying is, I don't have to deal with the tension of, of that. And what I want to do is I want to sit right in the middle of that. Right in the middle. I want to enjoy on both sides the grandness of God. I want to keep in mind that he is holy other, that he is unreachable because that humbles me. Yeah. All right, and then out of that humility, the fact that this great God would come and sit next to me, yea, even in me, yeah. would find a place in me, yeah. causes me then to sit and worship him and to live for him on a daily right. basis. And then I submit my will in life, every aspect of life, we have to submit our wills to his yeah. greatness but the marvel at his at handness. Right. And I think, I think it's very, very important. I know when we're picking out hymns, that's often, that's, that's those, those are two tracks that just pop up in my mind and that kind of stuff. But it's not just in that, the scripture readings that we're doing, the, the messages that we preach, yeah. we have to deal with both sides of that, even in our conversation. If we're always talking about the aloofness of God, the holy otherness of God, and we don't bring it down into the application of, okay, then how should we live? And how should that affect our, our emotions and our wills and are we, uh, how we think? Then we're never going to get to genuine worship. Yeah. It will be a false sense of worship. Right. On the one side, if it's just the transcendence of God, we go into tradition and formality. Right. On the other side, if we're going just to the at-handness of God, we can become very complacent. We can become very apathetic. We can also become very um, like even flippant at flippant. times. Flippant, yeah, right. yeah. And so people will say say very flippant things about God, and in some ways they're not wrong, right, right. But in other ways, it borders on blaspheme. Yeah, 
and and I just want to go like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Can yeah. we talk about that a little bit? So, um, and yet some people in our church need need some of that accessibility. They need that accessibility, okay. and and they want to know that God is right there, right? Because sin blinds. Yeah. And what happens is they go like, where is God? And right. you can read that in the Psalms. They they're lamenting, where is God? Where are you? Where are you? Yeah. And and that's where like I will never leave you nor forsake you. Yeah. I am with you. Behold, I am with you. Right. So for instance, there was a time like I remember I I remember being confronted like watching a YouTube video and listening to this like young girl pray and she was like she started off her prayer like Daddy God. And I was just like, "Oh, that's cringy." Like, Ugh. and I don't I don't know this girl, whatever. Like it was just it just seemed like and again, the the dad picture, the daddy picture, Daddy God. You know, it was just kind of like I get what she's trying to do. Like yeah, she's trying to relate you know, or at least express in a worshipful way her relatability to God, that right. God is our father. Right. Uh, right. And in that way, she's a child and she can call God daddy. And sure, you could even use the Abba father situation, even though I don't think that's a direct translation. It doesn't matter. But it's, it's true. And okay. But then I heard one of my good friends who actually doesn't have a dad, um, an earthly dad. I, he does have an earthly dad, but terrible one right. one that's not involved in right. his life i remember the first time i heard him pray and say dad and call god dad and how meaningful that was right. to me and again he didn't he didn't state it in kind of a flippant way it was very like intentional yeah. and purposeful and for him he was recognizing god not just as his heavenly father but kind of even giving credit to god that like He's also my earthly father. Yeah, you know, in this yeah. way, and I was just like, that's actually to me very, yeah. It it just shows you the complexity of people are coming to God from different parts of life, right? And they at many times need both of those realities, the transcendence of God and the imminence of God, in different ways. Yeah, uh, and you mentioned like trying to stay in the middle. Yes, I think we what we need to try to say is like both of those things are true simultaneously. Right. That's um, yeah. And so and and that should be reflected. Every week in our worship service, there should be a moment where you are recognizing the reality of God's transcendence, because yep. that's going to lead to confession. That's going to lead to that humility that says, "I'm small. I need the grace that God has to offer. I can't, I can't find a connection or mm-hmm. a justification or a relatability to God mm-hmm. on my own because He's transcendent. I need something in between to connect us, to right. unite us." But then also, once you realize and hear the gospel, you'll start to realize that Christ is that one who connects us to the Father. He's the way. And in that way, you realize that God has become very imminent. He's very at hand through the person and work of Jesus by the message of the Holy Spirit. And so in that way, you can start to get really human. Yeah, you know, you can reflect it in a very human way. I, I think I think what often happens here is um, this is where our tendency for humanity is: um, I have to make that happen. This isn't our own godness. I have to make right. that happen, and so this is this is how we run to one of the one of the extremes, and we try to make it happen. Right. So <clears throat> instead of realizing that our understanding and our 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 knowledge of the transcendence of God 
really has to be spirit drawn. That's right. And of course, that's guided by the word. Yeah, right. Guided by the word. The word. Spirit drawn. But that's that's also the same in his eminence. That's right. So, in other words, like just so, just so you know, so like we we don't sit there and go like, when I pray, we say God. God. Yeah, that's, you know, that's probably the opposite way of daddy God. Is yeah, the, no, that's is the opposite the way. Opposite of like, and we're trying too hard. Dear God, there's, there's a we sense. We bequeath you. There's a sense to which I want it to be, and, and you, I think you can sense that when you hear someone pray, you can sense the, the, um, the austerity that they have in their own soul towards the goodness of God, and you don't, they're not trying to do this. Yeah. And then it's the same way with, with the daddy thing. They're not trying to do that. They recognize that there's a sense to which God is dad. Right. And, and that's okay. That's, yeah, it's that's, true. It's, it's wonderful. Tr- it's yeah. true. It's wonderful. Uh, but he's, our, like, uh, I like when Jesus says, you know, you pray our father, which art in heaven. Yeah. So there's a sense to which he's not like any father. Yeah. So, so be careful that you don't draw him into that world. He's the father that's in heaven. Yeah. Hallowed be thy name. Like you Howard, Howard be thy name. Yeah, Howard be thy name. It's the name of, that's God's name. Howard. Howard, Howard be thy name. Bless you. It's my turn next. I, I call next. I'm the sneezing. That's nothing to sneeze at, for sure. But I, I just think we try, we, we have a tendency, and you can see this in your own life, where we try too hard. I yeah. want to have this austerity towards God. Yeah. So I'm going to force it. Rather than allow God's word to marinate in our soul and bring us to this austerity. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so it's a, it's a, it's a spirit driven thing formed by the word itself. That's right. that's right. And that's, that brings the importance of hearing the word of God. We've yeah. got to hear the word of God. That's right. Yeah. And I think again, trying to do our, cause we're all pastors and, and worship leaders as like curators of, you know, hopefully trying to, to help people worship the Lord in, in truth and in spirit. And so in, in many ways we are incorporating things that both try to express those two realities. Right. Uh, and I do think there's something worth saying about worship style um, and even worship environment mm-hmm. that reflects your theology about these things. And I do have a fear for a lot of contemporary churches with very darkened, buildings and um smoke filled rooms and kind of this um overly um what's the constructive yeah yeah You're it's like almost mystical yeah. like touchy feely mystical and again i just i just want to say like it's not the environment that creates or speaks the truth about God. It should be the word. It is the word. It is the word that creates that reality. In other words, you can realize God's imminence in any context. Right. Um, And, and hopefully, and again, I, I understand, you know, the, the smoke trying to indicate the, the reality of the presence of the spirit or, you know, this kind of worshipful prayerfulness, meditativeness, as you know, trying to listen for the voice of God that's here, things like that. Um, I, I understand that, but in other words, you can't create worship with merely those elements. Yeah, it's the word that creates that. And I would say the same for the high church scenario as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just because you have stained glass and high vaulted ceilings, or an organ, um, or a loud organ, or whatever it is, or a you soft know, organ, or a soft organ, <laughs> um, 
Or you donate organs. Or, or your <laughs> organ donation, whatever it is. Um, just because you have these high elements in your worship, um, or like loud, responsive corporate readings of scripture, whatever yeah. it is, that doesn't, again, those can help reinforce the reality right. that they themselves are not the reality. Um, and so I think we just actually, in trying to say both things that God is imminent and transcendent, maybe think through, <clears throat> it, there should be some level of inclusion of some of those elements in all of our worship. Right. Um, and, and maybe we should try to reflect that a little better. I, I actually really appreciate um, Quentin's leading of worship, just because I do feel like, doctrinally speaking, we are getting the transcendence of God, yeah. and that's reflected well in our language and how we talk about theology. We talk about it very seriously. Right. We talk about our sin seriously. Um, but I also think that there's an imminence kind of presented in some of the, even even the um, the folkness or the the acousticness of our worship. Yeah. I, I actually think that that helps communicate. Like we're just common people. Yeah, the we're two just the two words people. that often is used is folk and fine. You know, there's sure. the, there's the folk yeah. attitude, and then there's the the fine attitude. And what I what what I would what I think comes across in my mind when we're when we're planning worship is what are the what are the obstacles that that just automatically come up that would hinder people from worship like what are the distractions like that yeah. that that piece is distracting it doesn't it doesn't say it i think in the spirit of which it should be said or right. whatever and music can be distracting like that for sure um yeah. and so like there are times that i'm as a musician i i i i have to I have to die to myself almost like every Sunday. I have to die to myself because there's things that happen that I go like, oh, I, I wish that, that happened. Most people don't even know what's happened, you know, and I'm sitting there going like, uh. So, I mean, I have to really struggle at times with that, but I realize this is, this is the complexity because we're dealing with humanity. We're dealing with sinful right. humanity. We're dealing with everyone has our ineptness. We have, like, we, we sometimes play music in the cracks. Like, we don't mean to. But we're like, this is like, I play two notes at once and then they're not under the, oh, in the same okay. chord. Cracks thing. of the piano. Keys. Right, right. So people don't know what that means. Well, so, so like things are out of tune or. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying we, we make mistakes and it's just like, that's the reality of it. And okay. I, in some way, it shows our humanity. Yep. And yep. I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <clears throat> but in other ways, if it's happening like all the time, can we rehearse this? Right. Yeah. And can we get it right? Because so that, we do want to take it seriously. Yeah. And, and we, we don't want, want these present. distractions. Yeah. Which we is don't. why we have rehearsals. Uh -huh. Even though we've played this some of these songs many, many times, we still go over them. Right. And remember, um, oh, this is how it goes. Yeah. This, the introduction yeah. or this is the bridge or whatever. Yeah. We're doing something this Sunday that I don't think we've ever done before. Uh-oh. Hang on. I huh. know. Uh-oh. It's going to be... A little, Epic. little bit of a. Do I get to know about it before? What, what? Well, I mean, it's not. We're not hiding anything. It's just like, oh, we're doing like three songs back to back to back. Oh, cool! Like a little That's bit great. of a what Ooh. people would call it's like a medley. Oh, Ooh. so every day with Jesus. Uh huh. That's right. Like a walking down the inspiration. Yeah. So we've never done that before. So this may um. This may fall flat on its face, <laughs> but it may be it may be pretty good. I don't know. No, and see, I think our people have enough of the that kind of balance to where they'd be like, if it does fall I think flat, that's the it's Sunday, like actually. It's well, fine. and I, I also it's think fine. that most people, most people don't don't think about this don't stuff realize at all. what has gone on 
to right. bring that order of worship together. Right. And they're not sitting there going like, oh, I see That's what they're what doing That's what Quentin here. was thinking the yeah. whole time. Oh, yeah. No. I knew it. <clears throat> they don't. You didn't know it. <laughs> but I, I like it better when I explain it and they go like, Oh, oh that yeah, sense. that's cool. That, that that is cool. So, um yeah, I mean like we we're because we're we're doing the the necessary surgery or whatever, we know the different parts of it and try to meld it together. But um uh, which is which is a pain and a headache. At yeah. the same time, it's also the the place where the glory cuz sometimes I'm sitting there in the front row ready cuz I know I know the message that I that God has prepared in my own heart. And I'm just like amazed that that hymn that we're singing parallels exactly. Yeah, it happens often. Oh, it just does. And I'm just like, praise God. And I God. think it does show you too, because this happens a lot. And Quentin will tell you, like you have your plan for the for worship and uh -huh. how it's going to go. Uh -huh. And there's even a sense to which like you can even try to plan out like, hey, this is where I'm trying to communicate the transcendence of God. And right. this is where I'm trying to create a, a sense of the imminence of God. And in the actual worship moment, because the word of God is what's living and active. Like it literally gets flopped. It yep. like literally gets switched right. around. And the moment you're trying to say God is awesome and big and holy and other, everyone feels like, Oh man, praise to Jesus. He's so close. He's right here. <laughs> and then like, you know, same. so it's just, well, we, God does his own gotta, thing. We do this you know? by faith. That's right. We're, that's right. we're trusting. We are, we are a weak. Our plans at best are very pathetic. Yeah. Um, very and we're pathetic. praying that, God takes God uses that, any of it. And it's like the loaves and the fish. Like, it's not much. Ten were bad and two were good. Right. Wait. Well, Wait. What? And only, one, <laughs> and only one came back to say thank you. That's right. <laughs> so. yeah. All right. So. Yeah, All right. Well, let's go cool. take a break, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side of the, of the episode. Hey guys, not much of the uh, commercial here, but just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to us. Really appreciate your time. Uh, would really appreciate if you could uh, give a quick share um, and maybe even rate us on your uh, whatever device you're listening on. We really, really appreciate it. Thanks so much. We will continue to uh, put out content as much as we can. Thanks for listening. Hey, welcome back from the break. We're back in action, rocking and rolling. We're here. Rooting and tooting. Rooting and tooting. <laughs> Making music out of the crack. <laughs> Lost our queen rating. There we go. There we go. Hey, I didn't We're say We're playing it. music in the crack. Music in the crack. So, have you not ever heard <laughs> never that saying? Oh, I've, my, heard, I've heard music in the cracks. I've heard music in the cracks every day of any, my life. Any, any two keyboard boys. person, Dad, I understand. I played. That. We we both played the piano. Nikki has played the piano. Ask Nikki. Has she ever heard anybody? I'm going to ask her. I'm going to find out. Do you, have you ever heard it? People would play the I'm piano. I'm just going to ask. What is music in the cracks? <laughs> 
No, just when they're playing in, in the in the crack, it just means they're they're hitting two notes simultaneously. Right. So it's not hitting the oh, core of the notes. You're, you're hitting two notes simultaneously. And so the it's 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 just squishy that way. It's yep. it is squishy when it you play squishy. music in the crack. Oh jeez. Do we need to restart this over? Yes. That- <laughs> nope, we're no, good. We're, Keep going. We're rocking and rolling. We're, we're keeping it live. <laughs> this is what you get, people. If you sign up for Cyptionary, this is what you get. We tried to warn you. We tried to warn you. You clean holy people out there. We tried to warn you. Your ears have been defamated. That's Sorry. Right. Destroyed. Yep, yep. Defecated. There you what? go. There you go. <laughs> Can we stop? <laughs> Hashtag All right, cancel. there we go. Oh, um, what? Uh, who's got the what for? Quentin's got the what for. Oh, rats! Um, I was waiting on you. I was you like, wait, I was waiting know. on you. What? I forgot about that. Any anything what you've been I... imbibing in recently that's wholesome, new, fresh? Well, certainly wholesome <laughs> for all people. Like this show is all all the time. Um, there are uh, not really. I haven't really you got been... any. You got any snacks? Um, just gummy bears, Haribo gummy bears, no. which are the best. Those are the best. Let's talk about that for a second here. Okay. <laughs> My, um, Those Amberlees or whatever it is. They are garbage. I don't eat a ton of, like, I'm not a, like a sweets guy. Okay. But there are a few sweets that I will eat and I will only eat those few sweets. Haribo gummy bears. Anything from Haribo gummy is worth eating. It is true. We're not going into these um, candy stores and getting second, third-rate gummies, okay? I don't care if they look the same. I don't care if they're the same shape. I don't know how you people do it. I don't, under, I don't understand. All right, so There's I, only I one Haribo Coca-Cola gummy. Oh, only one. You can't have... Thank, thank God for you that. You can't it's, have... The, the other stuff is garbage. It is bad. There's only one Haribo um, sour gummies. Yeah. The, you can't have any other gummies. Else is just not great. All right, so I have a Troll, question. Troll I have a question. Is terrible. Yeah, Sour is, Patch Kids, gross. Actually, how, I don't mind. How Sour much Patch of kids. this? How much of this really is that you have a unique um, remembrance about gummy bears in your childhood? If you're saying that so, God has blessed us with an early encounter with these, but yeah, for sure. Gummies, well, yes. Like, so in other words, yeah. like you, you, you have a a fond memory. Of, I just think we have a refined palate when it comes to gummies. Exactly what it is. Well, but your your fine palate was was started Forged, very young, honed. Yes, very young in with, the battles with those things because we would go to the gummy store yeah. in in Heidelberg because yeah, real downtown gummy. basement or a basement downstairs basement of a house. Yep, and we would go there and get these by the hordes. Yeah, that's yeah. because so Germans know what's best out there. They, they are the they best, best gummies. They're the okay. best. Now, they have the best cars. Well, um, they do. They, they do. have good cars. They have, they have great cars. cars. Just don't just don't have to get them repaired because they cost a lot. Because it costs a lot of money to get them repaired. But, but yeah, no. Work. Listen, you rarely do have to get them. My, repaired. my Mercedes that I had while living in Germany was, was one of fantastic. The, what is one of the best cars I ever drove? That's right. Loved whatever that happened thing. to your Volkswagen Turbo that we had? Oh, I loved that thing. Where did like, that go? It was just too small. It was it you was sold it. it was a little Jetta. I sold it because it was too small. Like every time, every time you guys got in, you were like, "Oh, yeah, I didn't know room for my feet." Yeah, I was back. fine in the front seat, but oh, naturally, right, Everybody naturally. Else. So, so that was yeah. a small in the back, but it was a good. It was a man. Good that thing was so cool. I remember. I remember just going down to the ramp on Highway 85 from 
from from 290. It was flying. And, and you step on just a little bit, and you'd feel that turbo kick in. And, man, it's it fun. would take off. Yeah. It was cool. I, I will the say, best, though, uh, best gummy bears. Um, yeah, there's, other, there's other types of gummies out there that are fine, but in the world of gummies, Haribo is the only type of gummy that is acceptable. Yeah. I, I Don't agree. get the sour stuff from Fresh Market. None of that stuff. No, just just the gummy Haribo gummies. And I'm not even sure if I'm saying the name correctly. Haribo? Ha- Haribo is Haribu. what I say. Haribo. Haribo. But um, those are the only kind. Haribo. Yep. I will say that I do Haribu. good. I like. I do like a good, um, just a name brand um, gobstopper. Oh, well, that's yeah, gobstopper. Sure. I do like gobstopper. I like a good Ritter Sport too. So. Ritter Sport. I don't think I've ever. Yeah, you have. Yes, you're in a while. German chocolate. It's been a while. So they have them at Fresh Market. They do. The Toberlo. They have them at World Market as well. Oh, they do have the Ritter Sport chocolate. The Ritter Sport chocolate with mint. Oh, yep. Jim to die for. Jim to mint. Jim. Yeah, Jim. All right. Well, I have the the old devotional. Yeah. Bring us the word, man. Yeah, so I'm preaching at a church uh, this Sunday, um, and the whole theme of kind of their summer series is the church. And I've been asked to speak on Christ, the pillar, uh, the church as the pillar and buttress of the truth. Oh, cool. Which is pretty interesting. Um, so I've been reflecting on that all week. Um, the church being the pillar and buttress of the truth. This comes from 1 Timothy 3. Um, Paul says this, I hope to come to you soon, talking to Timothy, but I'm writing these things to you so that if I delay, you may know how you ought to behave in the household of God, which is the church of the living God, a pillar and buttress of the truth. So he says that the church is the household of God. It's the church of the living God Mm. and the pillar and the buttress of the truth of God. And basically all those things are, of course, connected, that you ought to behave as ones who support or uphold the truth that God has for us. And early on in the book, he basically, and actually the, the whole entirety of the book, is, I think, that theme yeah. of helping, helping Timothy and the church of Ephesus know how to behave as people who claim a certain kind of faith. Yeah. Um, so... It's, it is interesting. The church is not the truth. He makes it very clear that the church is merely a pillar or a buttress for the truth. We p- merely prop up a truth yep. that's already there. And that's why, he's, uh, that's why I think it's important that he says the church is the church of the living God. Yeah. Right? Um, so it's, it's all God's stuff. It's God's truth. But we just merely hold it up. And so what, what then do we hold up? And this is what he says. I urged you when I was going to Macedonia, this is chapter one, remain at Ephesus so that you may charge certain persons not to teach any different doctrine nor to devote themselves to myths, endless genealogies which promote speculations rather than stewardship from God that is by faith. The aim of our charge is love that issues from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Um, And I, uh, my own philosophy of ministry is this idea that God gives us the word which creates faith in us, which then produces love in us. And this is reaffirmed here in, in chapter 1 of First Timothy. The aim of our charge is love that issues from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. But certain persons, by swerving from these, have wandered away into vain discussion, desiring to be teachers of the law without understanding either what they are saying or the things about which they, car- they make confident assertions. 
And then he basically goes on to say, um, the only thing that really matters are those things that are in accordance with the gospel of the glory of the blessed God with which I've been entrusted. That's all. And I, I just want to say, like, basically, as we were talking about the simplicity and the complexity of it, the, the church has only one thing to hold up. It's the gospel. It's nothing else. Because the reality is, all of these other things, and a lot of it has to do with religion. That's mm-hmm. a lot of what Timothy's mm-hmm. asked to confront. These genealogies, these speculations, all of these extra things that people are trying to do to add to the gospel. Yeah. Stop going after these things. These things are actually contrary to the behavior that only the gospel is able to produce in people. Yeah. And he says basically that the law is laid down for these other things. Right. The law is the word given to the liars and the perjurers and the adulterers and idolaters. And, and what you find out is that if you walk that way, you become those things. If that is what you're holding up, you actually become those things. Right. And the law is laid down for you to stop hear another word which is the gospel and our whole our whole charge is a love that flows from sincere faith yeah simple faith in the gospel and so he's basically saying timothy i want you to behave in a way that only reflects what you're holding up yeah and and being a buttress of the truth uh it's a good charge for us that we only have one thing to say to people Mm -hmm. and that's the gospel Mm -hmm. and all of our behavior flows directly from that. Um, And that's the whole impetus behind his thing of qualifications of elders and deacons, um, all the like instructional behavioral stuff that comes in first Timothy that, that Paul wants Timothy to address. um, All of it flows directly from the gospel. Um, So it's just a good thing to be reminded of for us this week that only really the message of the gospel is our central truth. The thing that we are holding up and, and the buttress of, and it's not even ours. And yep. if it reflects, if we reflect any kind of tribalism in church where this is our truth or this is our expression or this is how we do it, I think we're meddling um, unless we're actually holding up something that feels alien to us or that feels like it's um, first and foremost not our own that we kind of are struggling to comprehend yeah. by ourselves. Yeah. Um, we're, we're meddling a little bit. So it's just a good call for all of us to get back to the centrality of the gospel and not swerve away. So. It's what makes um, the subjectivity of truth so just so corrupt. That's right. That's um, right. That it's my truth. Yep. Oh, I, if I hear that one more time, I'm going to scream. But I, but I mean, I think well-intended, holiness-pursuing Christians say that kind of thing without saying it. Right. This oh, is absolutely. my truth. That's the problem. Right. This is my truth. Right. You know, we have to wear this. Life's we have about to do this. Life's about me. That's right. And it has nothing to do with the gospel. Right. The centrality of that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so it ends up. What What's crazy, is I I'm I I know that what Paul is actually trying to say is that when you promote anything besides the gospel, even if it looks like holiness, it is it just becomes sin. Mm-hmm. It just becomes sin. Yeah. It's or crazy. It, yeah. It, yeah. It's nuts. Anyway, yeah. um, it's pretty, he's pretty blunt about it. So. Good word. All right. Thanks for joining us here on the Sipsionary. Uh, tell a friend. Tell your mom. And uh, yeah. Tel- telegraph. We'll s- telegraph. That's right. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Sipsionary. Bye.